quiet and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. Interrupt this program to bring you... On behalf of the United States government... We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by. I'll be right there. Now, here comes the music. Your average everyday darkness. This is 
Advance Darkness. This is Jeff Nichols with 10 Cents. You are listening to Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. Listen. Love. From out.
Yeah, we are live talking dollars with 10 cents on Beyond FM. It is Thursday night. We are live from our new studio in St. Peter's, Missouri. And I am excited as all get out. We have our first official guest, James Dean. Welcome to Beyond FM. We ha- You are officially our first guest in the studio. I'm going to give you a round of applause. I almost laughed. Did you catch that? I hit the wrong button, Brandon. Did you catch that? I caught it. <laughs> Jen, we need to mark this day on the calendar. What is today? March 24th? Fourth, 2022. 22. All right. 7, and 10 p.m. That James Dean is our official guest. And we're going to have to start, like, if you come back more than once, we're going to give you the two timers, the three yeah. timers. Yeah. yeah. So you are officially our first guest Hopefully, uh, not hopefully, but we have lots more and things are going great. I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited to have the studio up and running. Thank you to our good friend and my co-host, Brandon Barbier. Uh, yeah, baby. He's my best friend. He's your best friend. I don't like sitting here. You know you can turn around and still... Jen's in timeout. Jen's got to look at the wall. Don't you even look at us. I decorated it. That's why I decorated this wall. Do you know what you should do? You should put a mirror up there so you can look in the mirror and see us. Yeah. Right? Good thinking. Heck yeah. See? See? So, James, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, Uh, brother. Absolutely. Um, Glad to have you here. Um, Again, I'm super stoked to have an actual guest in the studio. We did a show two weeks ago. We didn't do one last week. Last week was St. Patty's Day, Mm -hmm. and uh, we were out and about in the St. Patty-ing it up. Yeah, we were St. Patty-ing it up. Here's the thing, though. We had to work like our real job, and we didn't get off till like three, so we didn't show up to the party until like five. And everybody, it was like, Dude, I was already drunk tanked by eleven a.m. that day. <laughs> yeah, I was done. <laughs> yeah, it was. I went to brunch though, and started with Irish coffees. And we don't so, drink, so yeah. it wasn't even like we went there to like catch up with them. We no, were just like we, there with a bunch of drunk people. Yeah, <laughs> we literally yeah, that had been out to the parade all day and partying, and we had been at work all day. And like I remember driving down there. I guess we got down there around. Four thirty, five o'clock, something like that. Yeah. And uh, driving down there, I was like, I'm so tired. Like, we had just, you know, gotten all, and I'm like, man, this is, I was struggling. I was riding the struggle bus, yeah. but such a good time. We got to see. It was uh, so neat. Yeah. It, we got to see. Who did we get to see, babe? Tell them all about it. Oh, so, well, first of all, it was at this Airbnb, and um, it's called the Cooler Airbnb. And so, I guess you can rent it out. Yeah. But the yeah, entire backyard, sure. it's in Maplewood, right? Uh, like without giving yeah, out an address. Yeah, Maplewood, something ish. like that. Dogtown. It's in the dog middle town. of Dogtown, dog dog basically. Town. Yeah. Yep. So imagine those houses and those city houses. Mm-hmm. But their entire backyard is a skate park. So they oh, wow. have... Um, they have a huge ramp and tunnels, and you can go from the front to the backyard all on skateboards. So the whole thing for the party was... Uh, first of all, Tree One Four was a band there that was putting on our good friends in Tree One Four. Yeah, for those um, kind you of, know, just kidding. Yeah. Love you. Um, so they were there to play music that was happening from six to eight, which is what brought us down there, kind of in the first place. And um, so the price to get in the door was it was twenty dollars if you came with no skateboard. $10 if you came with a skateboard to skate. So you got in cheaper if you were coming to skate, which if you think about it, usually it would be the other way around. 
and free if you brought a skateboard to donate. Hmm. Um, and I'm not, they really, I don't think specifically said what the donation was to, but we're familiar with a couple of people, people like, uh, uh, play it forward and things like that, where they take musical instruments and skateboards and, and, uh, Oh, I'm Stunt drawing wood. a blank on what the the, the cause was. It was Stuntwood uh, STL, I think, was there, and STL so. Stuntworks was there. Stuntwood. I think was that what Works. it is? Stunt, yeah, yeah. Should've like that. We should have. We should have. Um, that better. So his thing is, is he takes a skateboard deck and makes things out of it, like rings and brass, or well, wood knuckles, and, <laughs> brass knuckles, um, but not lamps brass, and jewelry, like, oh, jewelry, uh, like key all, chains, these, key, all sorts yeah. of cool stuff out of uh, used skate decks and <laughs> cuts them all up and makes puzzles and wow. all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Art out of, yeah. out of used skate decks yeah. and STL stunt works. I think it's stunt works because of the, the works. The works. Yeah, he does. A, he does a fantastic. What's you know his name? And I hate. I sh- hate that we didn't. This is this is how we roll around here, James. We are so fly by our seat that we start talking about things and then we don't have like that information in front and, of us. Anyway, he he on the spot. Hey, you know what? Though you don't need to look at like just we've just met remind hundreds me. Of I know. People. I know. I know. So, Brandon, how you been, buddy? I've been good, man. It's been a, it's been a while since we talked to you. Two weeks now. Yeah, I was busy in the studio last weekend. What? Yeah, you want? Can you talk about that a little bit? I can. Yeah, go for it. Uh, we wrapped up uh, down at Sick Tone Studios with Jack. We got new music on the way. Nice. Waiting on the first mixes. Um, it's it's different. Um, I know that's kind of a cliche thing. A lot of bands, I mean, obviously, a lot of bands strive for that, but it re- we really did get outside the box for us a little bit, but. It's still like our sound, you know what I'm saying? Like it's unmistakably us, obviously, but it like we took down material that wasn't fleshed out for the first time, you know, and kind of put ourselves out there. And what we came back with, I think, is a little little different than the norm, but in a good way. It's in an exciting way. It'll help mix up like the set list and stuff when we play live and just all across the board. So yeah, nice, three, three new songs coming at you. I'm excited to hear yeah. when it comes out. So, James, if you're not familiar, we were kind of talking before the show, and uh, I try to get to know you guys a little bit before, but I don't like to ask too much until mm-hmm. the interview. But we were talking, and I asked if you were into the local music scene, and you said no, not not much. And I said, well, what you know, what's one of your favorite local bands if if you had one? And you said the Urge. Mm-hmm. Um, love the Urge. They're they're probably one of the most notorious right. local St. Louis bands besides Nelly. Um, so, um, that's awesome. So Brandon, I, what my point I was getting to Brandon is from the band outrun the fall. They've been together for quite a while. Brandon's been in the band for the last, how long? Eight years. Eight if years. You, I was like, going to say seven, the name dead, change and everything. Yeah. Okay. So the last eight years, um, great band. You should check them out. If you, I don't know. Yeah, do you have a specific genre of music you like, or do you like all music? I listen to everything as long as you're going to tell me it's not country. Yeah, it's not country. I like sure. the way you roll, man. Definitely I don't. Not country. I am the same way. Yeah. I can do almost anything but country. Yeah. Now, are you are you strictly? I hate like I won't listen to country. I can't say hate because I don't hate country. It's just my least favorite. But I do like some country. Is here's that here is the thing? I only have so many breaths left on this planet, so I don't want to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna listen to country. Oh, sorry. sorry. Okay. <laughs> my bad. 
right. What you doing over there? I was over there? here cheering, and then I accidentally <laughs> hit the microphone all right. all right. you know what i was cheering about no what were you because cheering? i just tuned in and we look fucking sound fantastic all right babe <laughs> i'm glad hey, one, so, one thing i would like to say though yes like as from an artistic point of view like when a band or a filmmaker or any artist like try something new and they're fearless like the payoff is always so much bigger like everyone's so afraid of trying something new yeah, or that's standing a really outside, good point or stepping outside of their comfort zone so like that's awesome mm-hmm. like that's exciting you know? Well, it, I, I quote, I, I actually own my own small business, like mm-hmm. outside of the music industry, um, just in like, well, you have to have a real job too. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately <laughs> I do. Um, but my business partner says this to me all the time. He's like, if we're not like sitting here, like worried at all, he's like, then we're not, we're not risking enough to like really achieve greatness, you yeah. know? And, and that's kind of something that he always holds. But, but like to what you were just saying, like, We've always walked into the studio for however many years we've been doing it with everything like, here it is. Here's part one, part two, part three, part four, songs done. Part one, part, you know, rinse, repeat. And we've always had them so fleshed out. Now, there's always been, okay, we could do that, but here's a couple of new ideas we can mold into that. But this time we went down there and we were like, these songs ain't even done. Right. Like, oh. here's what we got. Right. Here's the direction we're trying to go. But then the rest, like we actually came together, you know, and that's the benefit of going to a studio like that. That's just in the woods, a couple hours away from home. Nobody's rushing to get home for dinner, you know, and you can just really immerse yourself in it. And I think, and like you said, I think the payoff, what was, I mean, we would have never gotten there if we would have done it this way. We always did the safe, the safe play. So, right. Right. So based on your beard, I'm going to go with metal. Right. Uh, it, it's 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 rock okay. with, with with metal like undertones. Yeah. Like we we do get heavy. Yeah, yeah. I just have a huge beard because I can't grow hair on my head anymore. Oh no! Why well, can't I don't Likewise. I don't like grow yeah. facial hair? So you know, yeah. Likewise, yeah, see, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I, I, I got a counterbalance. You got a head of hair, and neither one of us have hair underneath these hats. So <laughs> it's it, it'll be gone soon enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I'm sure, so for those of you who don't know, like I said, we have James Dean, owner and CEO of Monster Kid Productions. What is Monster Kid Productions, you ask? Well, we've got the guy that is the owner and the CEO of it to tell us all about it. And Monster Kids Productions, filmmaker, video, are you, what do you, is it filmmaker? Are you director? Are you, uh, what? You know, we have musicians, we have artists, you are, you know, I, I'm a painter, I'm a, so are you a director? What's your... I was, I was so reluctant to ever even consider myself an artist at all. Like, to me, it felt like... But directing is an art. It is. I, I agree. But up to a couple of years ago, when I had a friend who was a collaborator, he had to basically talk me into it and, like, convince me of that. <laughs> really? <laughs> Which it, it is. I, th- I just think I felt like it was such an ego thing. Sure. And I don't feel like I lean into that much. Um, so I, I'd say I'm a filmmaker. I mean, when you're an independent filmmaker on the indie level, yeah, when you're an indie filmmaker and that's what anyone is that's starting out, unless you have some weird access to a lot of money or resources, um, you're doing more than just one thing. You know, I mean, I'm doing, I'm producing, I'm writing, I'm directing, I'm, I'm casting director. Sometimes I'm, it just depends on the last, on, on Fontaine, the eventual one who wouldn't die. I was wardrobe department. Wow. <laughs> I had everything in my apartment. I made to tra- I had to transfer everything myself, you know? Wow. Like it was a That's lot. Crazy. I took on yeah. a lot. Yeah. I bet. I bet. And reading so we'll we'll get into this 
we've got a copy of your new movie, Fontaine and the Vengeful Nun Who Wouldn't Die. It is out on Blu-ray and uh, how? Just at, real quick at, at monsterkidfilms.com. There you go. At monsterkidsfilm.com is where you can find it. It says it right here on the back of the Blu-ray I have. I want to talk a little bit about this now. How many movies have you done so far up to this? Is this your very first one? That's my first feature. This is your first big one. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations on that. Exciting. I will tell you, I found it very entertaining. And uh, I know we got to, we got to, um, I want to jump right into this, but uh, I want to give you enough time to talk about it. And we've got so much to do in this show. And um, so I'm jumping the gun here. Um, Let's do you want to do you want to take a quick break real quick? Let's take a quick break. I, I want to get into talking about your movie. We also have some things that we need to get to also, but, uh, I want to definitely get into this, and I'm very curious about the filmmaking, how you do it. I want to ask about your budget, how that works. Like like you said, unless you have a buku, I can just only imagine it's as crazy as being a musician running your own band. Uh, Again, I've never – are any of you ever, like, familiar with filmmaking at all, Jen or Brandon? No. I don't think so. I I mean, like, I kind of had – a pretty strong hand in one of our music videos, mm-hmm. but I mean that was what three that was going to be my only like yeah. Relevant. I mean, that's, that's the closest. Yeah, that is I've to come. be in a. But again, that was all done for us. Like that whole thing was written. He had all of the attire and literally I told us done what to wear and wow. what to do and how to look and when to do that. And that was it. You know what I'm saying? So, so same thing that that James was saying. He was the the maker and creator and producer and. You know, writer and wardrobe. and every wardrobe and everything for for that one. I guess that would be pretty comparable shooting music videos to doing what you're doing. You're only do, oh, music videos a three minute, so four or five right. minute video Imagine versus we an probably hour. did one scene of right. a movie, right. right? You know, yeah. Would you do a music video? I've done a couple in the past. Oh, really? Um, okay. It's it, yeah. It's it's one of those things. <laughs> I've I've definitely would. Um, I enjoy shooting. Uh, I did not shoot this. I had a DP that shot this for me. Um, and I mean, frankly, I, I don't consider myself bad at shooting, you know, but he was better and always surround yourself with people that are better than you. Mm. I mean, you know, uh, you're only going to get better that way faster, but, um, yeah, I, I've done a couple of music videos. I feel like a lot of artists don't have the money to pay for it. And mm-hmm. I'm not, it's not that I, would want to get paid a whole lot for music videos, but I would love to take any kind of money that a musician would have and put it into the budget. So it looks bigger. So we rent nicer lights. Mm-hmm. So we push forward towards that vision that the musician and I can come up with together. Um, Cause it's, it's so expensive. I mean, making a movie is expensive, making a music video. It can be expensive. a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It can be expensive. You know, yeah, I had a guy, I had a guy tell me once he was just like, What's your budget? He's like, I can make you a $500 music video. Right. He's like, or if you got like 5000 to spend, he's like, we can do some kick-ass shit. He's like, but you're going to pay for it. Yeah. You know? So he's like, don't come at me with a low budget, and then you want like cars to fly off cliffs and explode and stuff. He's like, <laughs> I, can, yeah. I can do that for a price. You know? And, and right. he, he, was, he was like, nothing's off the table. It's just going to come down to your budget. Yeah. Right. Well, the thing is, is, don't cut yourself short for your trade. 
Right. Your, yeah. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, that, right. that like don't don't just do the five hundred dollar video because you want to save some money if you've got it in the budget. You know, like, I think I think our last one we budgeted like two thousand. Yeah. And I mean. And that didn't even get us very Think far about down that. Three thousand more, you could have fucking cars flying off the cliff. Well, no, I, I, right? I don't even think we could have done it for five thousand. Right? That. I mean, he, he was, he how was, much does it cost, James, to fly a car off a cliff? I, I've never done that, but uh, not yet. Huh? Depends I mean, on where you do it and where you get the car. I mean, yeah. probably. Okay. Well, how much does it cost, cost to cut somebody's head off? Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on how you want to do it. If you want to do it with practical effects, uh, I mean, you have to know the right people. You have to get in touch with the right people, but. Three to five hundred dollars. It depends on how you're going to show it on screen. Um, you know, I mean, if I just showed you the front of that, I should have brought them because uh, I still have the head from the decapitation. <laughs> really? Yeah, I do. I do. That um, is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like it, showing you from behind, it, it's a lot easier to sell it. If I showed you from the front, it's not gonna. It's not gonna pass the test. <laughs> you know, it just depends on how you're going to show it visually, and that comes into what the cost is. You know. Okay. Um, yeah, I've got a cousin that does um, Halloween. He's a, he's lives out in Pennsylvania, runs a uh, how, mm-hmm. a, a haunted house, and mm-hmm. does all the uh, makeup and uh, he does the heads and and so it goes along with like the movie special effects where mm-hmm. you where you like you said you got to have if you you can sell it from the back from the front it's a whole other story and and that does take a good who you work with and who you know and right. stuff like that and yeah. uh, I can only imagine it's. There's a lot that goes into it. I would, I would love to be a part of a movie, but I'm not. I'm behind a mic. I'm behind a camera. I, yeah. Have you always been that way? Oh yeah, I don't want to be on on camera at all. No. Yeah, that was the first thing he asked us. <laughs> yeah. What's well, that's the first I asked you when I first. Oh got yeah. Like, nobody is, else. Is, is this going to be on? Is this on camera? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. They can only hear us. So. Yeah. No. I, I have a face that's made for behind the camera. Definitely. Nice. I hear you. That's how I feel. I feel that way too. I tell you what, let's, let's take a quick music break. And, uh, when we come back, I'm going to do some, uh, local stories. Um, and I, and I do, as we go on, we're going to talk about this. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's do some local stories. I got some things I, I would kind of want to get your guys's opinion on. And, uh, and then we'll jump into more about Fontaine and the vengeful nun who wouldn't die. I'm going to read the back of this. And I tell you what, before we watch this movie, we, you, we met you Sunday at yeah. the artist United network, yeah. uh, casting call. Thanks. Shout out to Matt Schmidt and artist United network and everything he does. Um, Glad to be uh, in conjunction and uh, connection with AKA those guys. AKA Dustin Diggs, AKA Sexy Steve. Sexy Steve. Steve. I love that. That's a new one. We all just <laughs> learned that. So if you guys know Matt Schmidt, if you uh, if you see him, tell Big Sexy Steve hello. So, but I can't wait to get into this. When, when you gave us this movie Sunday, we went home and we literally sat down and watched it. Really? Okay. And then we watched Mike Drop. Have you seen Mike Drop? I haven't. Okay, Mike Drop is by. We'll find that information out during our break, and I'm sorry that Zoe Vanguard. Zoe Vanguard, thank you. By Zoe Vanguard, are you familiar with Zoe Vanguard? No. Zoe uh, Vanguard Productions. They're a filmmaker from the East Side. They're all in like Washington Heights, oh, okay. Illinois, um, all that, and they were at the Artist United casting call as well. And he produced. Uh, it's on. YouTube, I believe. On YouTube. On YouTube. It's called Mic Drop. Okay. It's about uh, an open mic night um, and St. Louis underground hip hop. It's about yeah. all the different east side, west sides, north sides, how they like just cling together only and like 
didn't support the other ones. But then all of a sudden, all their places of business that they would go to for these open mics shut down. So it brought them all to one place and they had to learn how to uh, work together and work as one instead of working yep. against each other. So it's kind of, it's a documentary. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Pretty Sounds much. Really, yes. Yeah. It's a documentary. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, and, and it's, I highly recommend it. Uh, Mike drop. And that was by Vanguard productions. Check them out. Shout out to them. But when we met you Sunday, you gave us this movie and you said, go home and watch it. I highly recommend. And of course, you know, I was like, all right, cool. We went home. I was blown away by it. So guys, if you want to hear more about this movie, first off, go and check it out. It's on, Tubi, Ubi. It's on. It's on Tubi. Tubi. Uh, it's free. what is Tubi? I am not familiar with Tubi. Tubi is. It's a newer service. Um, I believe it's bo- owned by Fox. I believe. Okay. Uh, so it's it's ad based. Okay. So that's so you do have to watch ads, but it's free to the viewer. Okay. So there's no like there's no obstacle for the viewer. They just come in, they turn it on. It's a free app. You don't even have to log in, and you have to watch ads. And then it breaks down the movie, and there's ad breaks. Like I mean, kind of like YouTube. Yeah, yeah I mean, kind of like yeah. YouTube with yeah. less ads, probably. Really, it's also available on Amazon Prime if you want to rent it or purchase it. Are you um, familiar with Tubi? Nope. I, uh, I will say there are tons of B movies and uh, older horror films. Uh, yeah, tons. So it's uh, yeah, it's, nice. one, it's one of my favorite services. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah. Check it out now. I do have a personal copy. I'm gonna have to get you to sign this yeah. uh, while you're here because yeah. I think this is gonna be a hit. And uh, I hope. now, do you? Okay, I know we gotta take a break, guys. I'm sorry. Like I said, James, I'm so excited to talk about this. <laughs> uh, I do want to give a shout out real quick. My daughter is in the studio tonight. My oldest of my of my kin and her fiance is here. He's in town. He's on spring break from Bolivar, Missouri. He's getting an education. Go education. Love this kid. Welcome him to the family. They are getting married October December sixteenth. I know December sixteenth, twenty twenty three. So, anyways, I want to give a shout out to my daughter. That's who's back there. Hello, Olivia. Hello, KJ. Thank you guys for coming out. Uh, let's take a music break. Let's play a couple of songs. And when we get back, we're going to do local stories and get more into James Dean, owner and CEO of Monster Kid Productions. Highly, highly recommend you guys go check it out. We're going to talk about a film he's working on. Uh, they had a casting call. We got so much to talk about. Let's take a break. Beyond FM, the best of everything STA. Sitting at the edge of the bed One million thoughts as I reflect Tease me just a little, I'm not hard to persuade Thinking about the bad things in my head Always wondering if what they said was true Now I'm in love Even though she was no stranger Chose the one keep me out of danger No song and dance, just jump on it
despair Turns into this one thing I just can't ignore Don't know what I am feeling anymore I guess it's time to end this affair Like I don't care I don't care She was no stranger Jill's the one keep me out of danger No song and dance I took my chances with her No time to waste Just jump right in I said to her Stand in the doorway of distress No time to waste Just jump right in Yeah, that's right. Beyond FM.
This is 10 Cents with Jeff and Jen. And you're listening to Beyond FM. The best of everything STL. In darkness your heart is plain to see. When this love was left buried underneath.
Welcome back. That was 21st Century Vampire. I love that song. We have James Dean in the studio, owner and CEO of Monster Kid Productions. Um, you are currently working on another film uh, called The Old Man. Uh, are you, you, you said... Now, I just read, I was doing a little bit of Facebook po- uh, searching on you, as I like to try to do. I need to get more prepared ahead of time and stop waiting until the day of the show. But we all have second job, you know, jobs, oh, yeah. like yeah. real life jobs that we have to work. And unfortunately, I'm really bad about prepping because other nights. But anyways, neither here nor there. But uh so my point was, I don't know if you still have positions filled for this. Are you still casting parts? No, I think we're, I think we're set now. Okay. Um, I mean, we, we'll probably need extras. Some extras. Yeah, we'll need yeah. some extras for a diner scene. I can um, do extra stuff. If yeah. I don't have to act, if I just got to sit there and be like, like I'm acting like I'm talking and say watermelon yeah. under yeah. my breath. Yeah. Shit, I could do that all day long. Drink yeah. some coffee, whatever. You as, know. as soon as we set the date, I'll have to set you guys up to come in. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I would love to. <laughs> We're gonna, would goal- you be an extra? Brandon? Sure. Jen? Yeah. Yeah? We could we could have, we could all sit at our table. We do that a lot. So we we like food here. I'm um, super extra. Yeah, and she is super extra. <laughs> she would be a great extra. So, but we do sitting at diners really well. Yeah, yeah, because we all like food, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, sounds, sounds good to me. Be perfect role for us. <laughs> we got a friend that would be perfect for that. Ryan. Ryan's fat life loves his food. So anyways, let's get back to your, so your, the, the movie you're, you're, you're currently working on now is called the old man. Mm -hmm. Um, what can you say about that without giving out too much? And then I want to talk about what is out and what everybody can find and go view for themselves. But right. Yeah. So, um, so we're casting, we're in pre-production. Um, we look like we're going to start shooting towards the end of April on it. And uh, it's a suspense thriller, you know, like revenge elements. I I realize I like uh, I like revenge stories. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it is exactly, but it's the feel of that film is going to be drastically different than Fontaine, the Vengeful One Who Wouldn't Die. Um, Fontaine is straight exploitation, um, and we could we could start digging into the exploitation types that it uh, that it like is. But, right, um, you know, like the, the old man is. It's going to be more set in reality, you know, um, it's about an alcoholic veteran who's, uh, you know, a Vietnam vet. So he's older dealing with the choices he made in life and just kind of, yeah, dealing with the choices he made in life. And he has an altercation with a gang member and that kind of sets the story off that happens in the first couple pages. And so, um, and it becomes a revenge story, which I love. So do you write these scripts yourself? Like how, how's uh, describe the process, I guess real quick. I, I'm going to jump around and yeah, I apologize no, no. about that because that's just the way I'm almost ADD. I'm certain no, my yeah. thoughts go all over the place. <laughs> so how do you go about, so do you write the script first or like, are yeah. you doing everything or do you have writers? Right. Do you have? So, okay. So uh, with Fontaine, the Vince on who wouldn't die. Um, I co-wrote it with my writing partner, Louis Otero. Okay. Um, he, I actually have never met him in person. We collaborate. I met him online. Uh, we have a lot in common. Uh, so yeah, we we he he wrote the short film, which is on YouTube, yep. and then we co-wrote Fontaine, the Vengeful One Who Wouldn't Die. Um, I was actually working on a series for a little bit, and we decided to put the series on hold. It was a completely different project altogether, not related to either of the ones that you know Fontaine or the Old Man. And um, I wanted to make something that I thought would be easier to make because Fontaine was. 
it, it was it was a lot. It was very difficult to make. I bet, uh, especially for a first film. And so I wrote the old man. And I wrote it myself, and it's from everyone. I so when you write, you want to if you're doing it. If you're doing it the right way, you want to get notes because there's going to be problems with your script. There's going to be issues. There's going to be all kinds of things you need to fix. And so I sent off for notes and everyone was giving me feedback saying, this is the best thing you've ever written. I, I love hearing that. I still want notes. Right, right. <laughs> I don't want to hear it's the best thing ever. I want to hear critical thoughts on it, you know? Right. Um, but so, yeah, to answer your question, um, the old man I wrote myself. And, yeah, we'll be, we'll be starting to shoot it in about four weeks now. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. What you thinking about over there, buddy? Just listening? Yeah. I'm listening, man. I'm I like I feel like when, you, when, you're imagining being in the movies. I, you know, I'm thinking about it. Right. I mean I I am too, man. The I, more I think about it. I could I could totally pull a part out. I think I think I would be a good actor. So you need to check out I know you guys were kind of talking in between and I love this cr- cross collaboration because we we heavy on the music side, okay? Yep. And and you are our first uh filmmaker mm-hmm. that we've had. So round of applause for that again because you're you're filling the first of a lot of things for yeah, us. Yeah, that's why I'm just sitting here like listening. Right. Like, when a band's in here, like I'm in a band, I right. am friends with lots of bands, I hang out with bands all the time. So it's like you can only hear the same type of like cliche stories over and over again, you know. I mean, I relate to those and I can I can I can be a little more conversational, whereas with this, like I'm just absorbing it. I'm listening to everything right. and learning about it, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here actor. thinking like, would any outrun the fall songs be kick ass in a movie? Hey. Because I if you want some music, track. Like, I, yeah. Right. I'll give you some music for free. Yeah. Just I was put actually, it in the movie. I've been thinking about that since you even even credits. I mean, while credits roll, like well, yeah. right. you know, we, we would right. definitely we should talk. We should talk after. I was going to ask you, yeah. as we were watching Fontaine and the Vengeful Nun Who Wouldn't Die, I'm going to keep saying that whole title every time I mention it, too, because I love it. Um, plus, people are going to not forget it now. Um, I was wondering, how did you find all your music for the movie? Were they local musicians or no, so, outside? Because so, we got a lot of local musicians. Right. So some of it was sourced just from like libraries online. And I do know someone that um, she custom scored three of the songs for us. And uh, she actually does it like on an old Game Boy. Like it's all like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah, some of those old called. NES yeah. programs. There was yeah. one on Super Nintendo also yeah. where you could literally just drop in notes. And yep. it. I mean, you can literally pr- produce like beats and music. That's awesome. So like, I with have these a things. CD from my cousin that passed away. And. Ever, all of his beats were done like that for, really? um, on PlayStation. Really? Yeah. That is awesome. That's pretty wild. I, I know there's limitations depending on, and again, I'm not a music person. So. There's free sources out there too where yeah. people just make that shit for fun. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and it's not copywritten. You know, you can just go in there and use it. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so it was a combination of uh, three songs were scored specifically for the movie. One was just public domain. And then um, the rest were like in a library where you pay like a yearly fee. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's interesting. Okay, I was wondering that. Well, if you ever want like music, let us know because we know people. Definitely. Yeah. No, it sounds like say, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for that, that's, sure. That's another great well, and, thing about just like coming. And it's just a cross shows. promotion thing for yeah. us. Like, hey, yeah. check this movie out. Our song is in it. Yeah. You know, we, and uh, yeah, we. I was just gonna say we actually ten cents promotions was. Uh, reached out to by a gentleman named Mike, Mikey Ruckus. And, uh, he, um, hit us up asking if we knew any local bands that would be good for like a, uh, comedy stoner movie, like reggae bands or, uh, you know, that type of type of bandish. And, uh, and 
we recommended two bands from the St. Louis area, and they their songs were used in a movie did, they made. That's we amazing. did two bands and like two or three songs from each band, and then they picked from those. Yeah. Right, those then, songs. Yeah, it was, it was tight though because like it played in the movie in a yeah. scene where like they're listening to music, and yeah. that's what they're listening yeah. to. It was yeah. pretty it's a cool. Movie called The Pizza Joint. Um, it was uh, yeah. Should check it out. That one sounds familiar to me. It has uh, like um, Peter Dante's in it. Uh, the um, Gosh, who else? The guy from, um, oh, man. There's a couple of yeah. bigger name Like actors. faces you recognize, but yeah. not the name. You know but what like I mean? The biggest name was probably Peter Dante being yeah. in it, but still, that's a pretty big name. Yeah. And um, a couple other people. I want to say, the, was it Pedro? The guy that played Pedro, I think, is in it? Or one of the dudes from The Fast and the Furious, like mm-hmm. Hector, I think, the, the Mexican from... <laughs> Fast and the Furious, like one of the side guys, you know, right, not the main right, character. Right. Was Vin Diesel family? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, you know what? Let, let's let's take a let's take a toll a stroll off of the movie for a second because um, I do want to get into a couple of local stories, and I'm going to make this quick. I just wanted to tell you. I, I think I'm going to drop a couple of these out of here. Um, but are you? What's your thoughts on medical cannabis, medical, uh, there, 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 there's talk of, uh, you know, Oregon legalized like drug use, like, mm-hmm. you know, like they're passing out crack pipes and needles now, instead of it being illegal, they thought it was, they, they basically decriminalized all right. drugs in Oregon. So Missouri, why I ask Missouri is looking to legalize shrooms, mushrooms, mm. um, they're looking to put it on the ballot and it's, you know, right now it would be just about a, a ballot, a ballot vote to see if it's even worth going into. Uh, but it would, it would be for people with uh, PTSD, mm-hmm. depression, and uh, one more thing. I should probably pull up the story. I have I, it here. I'm pretty sure that microdosing is done in at least a couple states, like in pill and capsule forms, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There are several states that do have, uh, psychocilocybin mushrooms, a.k.a. shrooms, magic mushrooms, et cetera, et cetera, uh, that are legal. Um, And Missouri is looking to make, uh, Missouri lawmakers are looking to make Missouri one of those states. They held a public hearing. That's what it is. They held a public hearing on House Bill 2850, which would allow people with certain medical conditions to use plant or fungus-based psychedelics. If passed, this would apply to people with dealing with PTSD, depression, or terminal illness. Oregon is the only state to have legalized some psychedelics for therapeutic use, but several cities have decriminalized some of them. So I think it's a great thing. I've heard it uh, really helps with PTSD, uh, uh, traumatic, um, you know, uh, situations. Um, I think if it's going to help people out just with medical marijuana, the same case, if it's, Proven to help out and it's working. I don't see why it needs to be something that we penalize people for using. I just thought that was pretty interesting. Anybody's got any thoughts on those? What's what you guys think? I mean, I, I think it definitely helps in the right situation. You know, I mean, it, it breaks down the drug itself is going to break down certain barriers that are going to be created in, in a, a certain individual's mind. And, you know, I mean, but then at the same time, there's a flip side of that coin and sometimes you don't want to open up doors in the wrong person's brain, you know? So I think, 
I think it's good as long as someone's regulating this in some way. I think it's a little better than uh, you know, making. If, if, if I can just go uh, become a shaman, you know, online and get my license to start handing out shrooms to people, then it's then I think it's wrong, you know. Right. Um, and, and and that's and that's where that's where recreation recreational versus like medical marijuana to me is laughable because when it's just medically like legalized it's like okay well I get headaches and I can go get weed you know like yeah. right. at, at, at that point at that point let's just knock the wall down and just do you think it's going to be as easily like that with with I, I think the shrooms I, I, if they passed no, it no where, I think, where it, I think it it's going to be I think it's going to be something where that's going to be in the legislation and it's going to it's going to have to be right re- heavily regulated but I mean you know? do you think it would be as easy like going to get your medical cannabis card now where you can say I get a headache because they did say it's PTSD depression and and what did I say uh, sorry what did I say here uh terminal illness so mm-hmm. so do you think I can go to my doctor and be like, I got depression. Well, if I if you have a medical marijuana card and your reason is for anxiety or depression or whatever, how why shouldn't you be able to go? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just wonder if it'll go as smoothly or if you think do, there would be do I, more. Do I think it's going to be that easy? Yes, I do. Okay. Do, do I think it should? I do too. No, right. I don't. Right. I agree. I, I actually have a lot of thoughts on. The yeah. Entire, what's your thoughts? James? Well, okay. So sorry. No, yeah. no, 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 I, no. I, So like, so like a lot of the medicine that we already take and doctors prescribe to us. It's terrible. It's, it's so bad for us. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, you know, like I do take, you know, I just take ibuprofen when I get a headache, but you know, I don't, I had high blood pressure at one point, you know, and I just started exercising, drinking more water and lost weight and it helped. Right. You know, I mean, I could have t- been taking water pills, you know, right. and that's supposed to also help. And I did for a while until I could get it under control. But like when you don't have to take medicine, you really probably shouldn't. I'm right. not saying there, there's definitely, there's definitely issues that people have where sure. you have to yeah, have medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there def- definitely are. But like marijuana and I mean, shrooms is a, is, is definitely, I think, a, um, it's another step. It's it's a it's a it's another step in that direction. You know, like yeah. it's it's a bigger. It, it has a, a heavier effect. You know, do you think it's taboo because it's drugs? Like, do you Absolutely. think if it was if it was a pill and they came out and said, "Hey, take this pill," it's gonna and you come to find out what's inside the pill is just psychosyllabin mushrooms yeah. Yeah. or so you I, know I think psilocybin the mushrooms. Tainted you, it. You think I, I do mean, too? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I mean like, six, I, and anything that's natural, I'm not opposed to. What if they came Absolutely. out and said, you know, you know, cocaine and heroin used to be sold in the Sears catalog right. as yeah. like, you know, it was you, at your net, at your pharmacist, you'd go to your drug, your doctor, and they would prescribe morphine and cocaine and heroin. What if they came out and they were like, listen, we were wrong all this time, and like ADHD co- medicine, well, right? Yeah. Adderall is, is pretty much manufactured yeah, yeah. meth or cocaine. Yeah. yeah. And so, dude, that's a good point. Like, yeah, that's, it's, it's wild. I mean, it's a manufactured right there. Why? Yeah. Yeah. So, so if, if you're yeah. talking about recreational. But it's, a, it's a pill. You're not smoking it out of a light bulb. True. It's true. You can smoke things. Out of, see, I see. I, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't so, got the recipe. I'm just saying. Yeah, right. Yeah. If I did, this so is how you do if, it. If we're talking recreational, right? If we're talking recreational right. mushrooms, I would compare it to like a finger in your butt. It's nice every once in a while, <laughs> but not every night. Yeah. You, you have to have saying? a discussion yes. about it first. Right. Right. No, you I disagree. <laughs> got to talk it up first. Make sure you, you know, light, yeah. right, the, yeah. the right light. 
lighting. Yeah, the lighting is key, definitely. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) You know, if it goes a finger around first before it, yeah, Yeah, no, the whole, I get it. I get it, man. Well, no, that's why I wanted to bring this up. I love that. That's a great analogy there. So, um, I don't know. I think, I think for those that could use it and benefit from it, I know they've done a lot of tests, um, on the micro dosing, as you mentioned, where it's a very small dose, just like you take a pill, you take a 10 milligram pill, you can take a 10 milligram dose mm-hmm. of mushrooms or marijuana or whatever that, you know, there's, there's ways to do it. And you can find all this information on your own, on the website or on the World Wide web. It's out there. Just do your research. Um, and I think if it's used accordingly, it can be very beneficial. So I was just curious. Uh, I know a lot of people that uh, have been following this and think it's a good thing. I was just curious what your thoughts were. Jen, do you got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I, I agree with James. Like, if, if you can sub out a uh, pharmaceutical for something natural, I'm way more for that as far as health benefits go. Just, I, I, I work in the healthcare industry. I, I pass out those pharmaceuticals. I was and, just going to say, could you imagine in your job if they uh, obsoleted pills and just started passing oh, out I'm, microdosing I'm shrooms to your patients? I'm waiting for the time one of my residents comes and they a have script? a medical card and we have to, I, I don't know. I know. Can you imagine when we are all in nursing homes? Uh, oh, these can tattoos. Can I ask you what your age is, James? Okay. I'm 41. Okay, tattoos so you're in the, the marijuana. Yeah, you are the same age as all of us. <laughs> We're all going to be going into that nursing home <clears throat> at the same time. And yeah, who knows what's going to, what? We are not all the same age yet. We are all in the same age I'm bracket. in my 30s still. You are. Me too. <laughs> you are a couple too. months. You are too. Whatever. We Listen. have to embrace that for the little amount of time that we Listen, have left. I put in the age group as a, a one to five year difference. Yeah. See, James yeah. gets it because we're in our 40s. Right. We still like to fit in that 30 category. <laughs> gets worse as you get older, James. But anyways, I just I, I, I do. I do know that there are a lot of people and, and I think it would be funny when we are all in the retirement homes. And like she said, the tattoos and everything and just the stories. It's going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. And maybe by that time, everybody will be micro dosing and, and just having a great time and not being scared and terrorized. Honestly, I think, I mean, they're not just going to turn people loose with mushrooms. It's going to be kind of like, what's that friend of yours, Jen, that she doesn't, she do the like ketamine and it's like, oh yeah, you're going to go to their facility. They're going to give you the mushrooms and then you're going to, you're going to sit there and like have your treatment. And you're probably going to be That's how they're going to regulate it. They're not just going to like make it cool for you to have mushrooms at your house and in your car and everything. Yeah, I'm not trying like, to, yeah. I don't no, know. They just like, made it cool for you to have four pounds of marijuana I mean, on yeah. you. I mean, I, I'm probably wrong, I mean, ounces, but I'm just saying. Sorry, like, not four, pounds. Four ounces. <laughs> well, up to eight. Jen's got four dump. pounds in her car. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Wait, what? No. Uh, anyways, I thought that was pretty interesting. I wanted to read that. Um couple of the other ones. I'm not really feeling the stories tonight. Um, You want to talk about this movie. I do. I do (laughs) want to talk about this movie some more. Guys, I I do want to do this real quick because I want to get these things knocked out. And then I really want to focus on James Dean. I'm very, very interested. I hope you guys are too listening out there. Please, again, if you, James, give them a shout out. I, I will. Go to Monster Kids, Monster Kid films i keep putting the s on after the d and not after the m monsterkidfilms.com 
go to that website, check it out. You can watch the movie on Tubi. Tubi, Amazon. Yep. Tubi, Amazon, anywhere else, or just those, I mean. Yeah, those are the main ones. Yeah. Okay. Tubi, Amazon, or go and order your own copy. $20 for a Blu-ray, Blu-ray disc version. Very well done. I mean, this is. Thank you. This is legit a Blu-ray, something you would see at the, at Best Buy or any of, Best Buy still exists, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It still exists. The, do they? The, the aisle for physical media is diminishing. Yeah. Do I, they still sell movies there? Very few. Yeah. Very few. This. So How do you get this there? Can you? I'm, Have you, know, you tried? No, I haven't. No, I'm, I probably wouldn't even be entirely all that interested. You know, I really? do have the SKU on the back, so it can be registered and it can be it can be on store shelves. But uh, right now, it's really it's really just um, through our website. Yeah. Interesting. Well, guys, go check out Monster Kid films.com go watch the movie fontaine and the vengeful nun who wouldn't die go check it out on tubi amazon and support the local artists support the local film director pay the twenty dollars you know what you guys go listening go to shows all the time and pay you know fifteen dollars a ticket to go see a band go pay 20 and get this movie i highly recommend and i still we haven't even gotten into this i've got so much to talk about this movie let's take another quick music break what do you what do you got coming up for us inimical drive yeah from the ground so i kind of did a theme with all the music that we picked tonight yeah and it all has something to do with like Death or dying or see James. Like, maybe you can get some inspiration like for some played, music for soundtracks, man. Yeah. For, for starters, we played uh, "Bad Omens" by Fight, Fight Back Mountain. We've right. done um, "Echoes from Ashes," "Cold Surrender." We did "Till Death" from Fivefold. Um, "Summer Death" by Hard Loss. Like, like Lots there's a theme, theme to all good my theme. music. We're gonna we're about to listen to some uh, Luxora, "Death of a Best Friend," like "Fivefold Till Death." So I think yep. I said that one you already. Said that already. Yeah. Um, yeah. So everything has like a, a death and and uh, very sweet, dark. and it goes it. so well with this movie. Yeah. And all right, let's take one more break. Let's take a quick break. Come back, and I want to talk more about this movie. Yeah. So. This is Talking Dollars with 10 Cents on Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. This is what St. Louis sounds like. Tonight, you're so quick to run away. Turn your back. 
the best of everything STL. We mean everything. What are you people? On dope? Beyond FM.
was fivefold right there for you on Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. This is Talking Dollars of Ten Cents. We got James Dean with us in the studio, CEO and owner of Monster Kid Productions. Go check out monsterkidproductions.com. You can find his movie that he's got out right now on Blu-ray. You can purchase it. Or if you're cheap and just want to watch it for free on Tubi, go do that. Like it, though. Like it, follow, subscribe, whatever you got to do to follow this guy and help support because this is what we're all about here at Beyond FM is supporting local musicians, artists, entertainers, models, uh, filmmakers, uh uh, documentation. Uh, what's the word when you make document? I, I guess you're still documentarian. Documentarian. There you go, Brandon. Yeah, I like that, man. Is that a real uh, word? I don't know. Shitload of points in Scrabble, right? Documentarian. It I is, like that. Yes, it is a world. Yes, a real. That is awesome. That's good. That's good to know. I uh, I used to be pretty hot at Scrabble. Me and my mom used to play because I was so lame. <laughs> like on Friday nights, me and my mom used to play Scrabble. I love my mom. Don't knock it. You all know you all love your moms, too. Hey, I'll tell you right now, you only have one mom. Right. Well, some of us don't have any moms. and yeah. You know, whatever. Some but uh, like our moms. Some of us know. don't like our moms. Some of us don't have moms. Yep. Some of us, you know, you just be lucky if you have a mom and I'm dad an that love you. And, hey, you... you Threw yourself out there. I wasn't going to. Hey, I do want to real quick. We were talking off the air and one of my local stories, and then I want to jump in real quick and just do maybe one or two of today in history on this date. Because a lot of things happened. Uh, one St. Louis, uh, historical St. Louis event, or a local um, contributor to St. Louis sports was born on this day in 1893. Uh, and then also music. A lot of music uh, influence today, or a lot of musical um, attributes, I guess I should say. So anyways, but while we were on break, Brandon had to run upstairs, had a little situation with the doggos upstairs. They're, everything's fine. But mm-hmm. me and James Dean were talking about um, where he, he lives and, and he says that he used to, you know, he down, he doesn't like where he currently is at because of some of the local roads out there. Mm-hmm. And I said, that is so funny you talk about that. One of my local stories, guys, was uh, KMOV News put a story out that data shows high accident areas across St. Louis city. Okay. So they have done a bunch of research and mapped the six main St. Louis. Um, what does it say here? The, uh, um, six police districts in St. Louis city, uh, have, have core core collaborated <laughs> and found out that, uh, what the hot spots are for crashes in the St. Louis area. The number one hotspot is Kings Highway from the stretch of Barnes Jewish Hospital all Natural the way down bridge. to no down to Delmar Boulevard. Oh. Yeah. So if you're familiar with that, that's forty area in Kings Highway. You get off there in the big Barnes Hospital. And, and yeah, you go and yeah. if you go um South, I guess, then you're going towards uh, like Gaslight in the Hill and all that mm-hmm. down to King Highway way towards way Del Mar Hall. That area since, and, and me and James were talking about this, he lives down in that area, uh, not to be specific, but he's familiar with that area, and he says it is a nightmare. How did you describe that to me I, when it, you it said... Was, it was before you even mentioned the story. Right. And we were just talking about, and I, I said I love, so I live in Tower Grove, and I said there's a lot of things I love about it. I said, there's some things I don't love about it. And I said, mainly 
King's Highway is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. It's, it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, funny you say that. That was one of my local news stories. Yeah. So we get talking, guys. And listen to this. Since February 28th to March 13th of this year, February 28th to March 13th, they have reported on King's Highway 534 crash reports. 90% of those were from uh, high speed of travel. Totally believe it. I mean, that's February to March. That's not even a. That's uh, just a little. Not a, that's not even a month. It was. It wasn't February twenty eighth to March twenty eighth. It's Feb. Like shit. That's three weeks. Yeah. Five hundred and thirty four crashes. It's nuts. And it doesn't say whether how many were. Fa- I mean, obviously of fender benders and stuff, but still. Uh, whether they're fender benders or not, that's ridiculous. I believe it. I'm up and down that stretch all the time. That's what I was telling yeah. him with being at the gaslight. And, mm-hmm. and every time I'm on that road, I am clenching that steering wheel and my butthole's puckered because yeah. I'm like waiting for somebody to sideswipe me, run a red light, something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that was pretty cool. I thought that was a funny story. If you're familiar with Kings Highway, God bless you driving on that road and be safe. All right, guys. Today in history. It's an important day, March 24th, 2022. Let me tell you guys, 1955 on this date, uh, Tennessee Williams, cat on a hot tin roof, opens for the first time in New York City. 1958, Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll, trades his guitar for a rifle and army fatigue and joins the army and does his stint, serves his country, puts his music career on hold, comes back and picks up the guitar, picks up right where he left off. So those are some little minor things. Oh, also today, anybody fond of magic? Anybody like, who doesn't like magic? Come on. No. Really? Jen, you like magic? I mean, okay. Come on. You're so, it doesn't wow you when David Blaine levitates off the ground or puts. I did used to watch that show. Okay, right. James, what about (laughs) you? Are you into magic at all? I, I like magic, yeah. On this day in 1874, Harry Houdini is born, the greatest magician of all time. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right, that's it, guys. That is all we've got for local news stories today in history. Um, I want to take another quick break. It's about 8.30, and I am going to devote the last half an hour, 35 minutes of this show to getting into Fontaine and the vengeful nun who wouldn't die because I want to go and talk to you about it after watching the movie. Um, Do you mind talking about like spoiler alert? I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, I don't mind, but I highly recommend you need to go watch this movie and Brandon, we're going to get you a Blu-ray player so you can watch it. It it works on Xbox and PlayStation also. The disc reader on my Xbox doesn't work. Oh, yeah, we talked. I know. We watched That's it on I, PlayStation. I need, I'm, I'm in the digital world, man. It's got to be digital. Um, watch, it watch it on Tubi. Watch it on Tubi. Tubi. Dude, I'll rent it. Do you get any revenue out of that? So Okay, so... Um, like, I'll, I'll yeah. support the cause, so, man. Uh, Amazon, I roughly get about 50% of the rental. Okay. Uh, Tubi, I get about a dime for every full viewing. Go to Tubi, guys, and Dude, watch it. it. Like, I'll rent it. I got Amazon. I'll rent it. And then they, yeah. he gets a couple bucks. There you so. go. <laughs> there you it's go. all appreciated. It all lines right. up. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like I said, okay, I did not know that. So, guys, whether you go out, you know, the best thing I highly recommend is drop 20 bucks, guys. Yeah, like, I mean, that case got is it, tight. It, it no. is pretty awesome. The the, the front, the, the um, what is this? Um the, the, uh, cover the, album cover, the, the cover cover the art. album cover <laughs> see i'm so into music it's yeah. such a music thing that i'm i'm so the the album the front 
<laughs> the cover art, guys. Yeah. The front is pretty awesome. Yeah. I like it. Let's take a quick break, babe. Let's play some music because I am just screwing all sorts of shit up and I need to take a break <laughs> and re reset uh, myself here. So we'll be back after a few songs, guys. Sit back, enjoy the music, and uh, thanks for tuning in to Talking Dollars with 10 Cents. We'll be back right after this.
FM, sponsored by Gaslight Studio. with 10 cents we got james dean in the studio uh everything uh, hopefully is going fine for you guys it's going good here for us hope you guys can hear us no issues no problems and everything is going super fantastic all right james dean owner and ceo of monster kid films 
go check them out. Go find them on Tubi. Go find them on Amazon. Go find them on Facebook. Uh, are you on Instagram? All your socials as well, uh, or so mainly Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Twitter you know, and the Facebook. easiest way to find us is just a uh, hashtag Maniac Nun. Maniac Nun. Maniac Nun. Hashtag Maniac Nun. Yep. I will say that's a good, that is uh, this Fontaine and the vengeful nun who wouldn't die. Let me tell you about this, guys. Here it is. You can practically smell this movie, says Brian Davis, associate producer. This movie blew my balls off. Literally, says Alice Collins, associate producer Fontaine, the actress Fontaine, who plays the who plays Fontaine in the movie and contributor bloodydisgusting.com. She's. She's actually the associate producer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, associate yeah. producer. Did yeah. I say that? No, you said actress. So, oh, associate producer. Sorry. Do you want? That was her idea to put that quote on there. And I love it. The fun. Well, wait. You love it now. You're gonna love it more in a minute. She's transsexual. So read that quote again. This movie literally. This movie blew my balls off. Literally, that is hilarious. <laughs> I checked. That her, is I hilarious. I checked with her five times to make sure she was okay with that going on the case. She's like, "Yeah, go for it." That okay. is funny. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, that makes it even better. I love it. All right, so here we go. This is. I'm reading from the back of the uh, disc box. <laughs> Blu-ray case. Thank you, James. <laughs> I, I don't feel like anyone ever wants to like throw you a bone. They just watch you like struggle, struggle. These two are the worst. <laughs> like she's not even pay. She's I get her, but like this guy's just watch. He goes, I watch him burn. I watch him burn, and then he goes, I'm sorry, or, Jeff. I, or I correct you, and then you get all butthurt on the air about it. When I wasn't, so it's, it's pick on, my poison, man. When I wasn't on this end of doing things, I was able to save you a lot more. I know like, that is true. Jen, Jen would, Jen would step you. up, <laughs> not me. Um, Jen, I'm, I'm, I got it. I mean, I don't got it, but I'm, I know. Oh, sweet. I don't know. Great. Um. Well, anyways, we're gonna keep going. Um. So the back of this says, all right, Mallory Stern stars as Mary, the maniac nun. So that's where hashtag maniac nun mm-hmm. comes from. She must battle through gangs of thugs, a corrupt church, and even a few Nazis to bring her own sister's killer to light and make them pay for her overdose. Uh, special features in this film, you have the short film, Where It All Started, Maniac Nun on a Mission to Kill Leo Fontaine. Um, you have the auto... Co- Audio commentary with writer and director, ours truly, James Dean, sitting there. Mm-hmm. Star, Mallory Stern, and actor, associate producer, Brian Davis. Uh, and then you also have the trailers. You can watch the original Grindhouse-style trailer and spot that ran during promotions. You also have outtakes. I have not watched any of the... I did watch... So, apparently, when we started to watch the movie, I picked the, comment, the audio yeah. commentary mm-hmm. version... And we're watching it, and uh, we were. You might want to hold on. Um, I haven't got to watch the audio. I started to watch the audio commentary, and we were watching it, and we got through the very first opening scene, and I was like, "Do they talk?" Like I thought this was a movie. Is this a documentary? Like because the and I didn't even. And I was like, "Did we?" Did I pick the wrong thing? And I hit back, and I was on the audio commentary with the director. You know, the director's cut, and I was like, 
okay, I'll watch that later. I want to watch the movie. So I ended up starting to watch the movie, but I didn't know that you guys have outtakes on here. Yeah. And then you have BTS, the exclusive footage of our, of our nuns performing the most blasphemous acts and how we fueled it off and on the set. So um, there's a whole lot of stuff you can check out. Um, I, I highly recommend you guys go see it. So I want to tell you, I thought it was an awesome movie. I love the gore. If you like the over the top, I, and I say over the top because the, the, what was it? The, was it the first one, the decapitation? Right. And I mean, it was just the classic blood going everywhere and, and the two girls just bathing in the blood. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, um, the one that sticks out in my, is the chainsaw and right. the Nazi. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, I, straight. I spent six months on set uh, because it took us forever to shoot this. Uh, I spent six months talking about that scene nonstop. I, it, yeah. How did you, like, where do you come up with this stuff? How, how does, how, like, I, when you were writing where you're like, you know what? I think we need to put a Nazi BD, uh, BDSM mistress right. in there, dominatrix. So, and then she gets off while yeah. well, Grandpa Doctor Grandpa mutilates <laughs> mutilates our beautiful nun yeah. here. So so this is kind of an homage to a bunch of different exploitation movies, right? Um, I really got a Kill Bill yeah, yeah, sense yeah, definitely, to definitely. it. So the thing is, so the funny thing about Kill Bill is, is Quentin Tarantino has a lot of, um, I mean, his influences are movies from the 60s and 70s. Right. Uh, so this is, this would be considered a non-sploitation. Um, and then there's also Nazi exploitation. There's black exploitation. There's all kinds of exploitation films. And so we tried to like throw them all in a blender and make something that was cohesive with this. Um, then I, I had to do the Nazis. I just, I thought it'd be a fun little thing to throw. <laughs> right. You know, I thought it was fun. I, I mean, it was, it was great. Like when we were reading the back and I'm like, how do Nazis fit into this? Like, you know, you're reading the back and I'm like, okay, gangs. Cause when you look at the movie, you know, you look at the movie cover and, and it's very much, she's got a samurai sword patch over the eye. There's another uh, lady with samurai sword and, and you've got the Kung Fu master, yep. you got master, you got Sam, um, you and know, Kung Fu. That's, I mean, like if you look at Kung Fu movies, um, they're exploitation 100%. I mean, the sounds yeah. are way over the top, the fighting styles, it's all, they're, they're all exploiting whatever's on screen to be more entertaining. Right. You know? And that's exactly what yeah. this was. Uh, speaking of, I, I will say that it, she took a chainsaw to the woman um, area down south and took a chainsaw all the way up to the rib cage and yeah. uh, probably through. Now, the best part is, is, is I like that you don't show going all the way up. It was strictly from the waist down. It was great. You could see, you could definitely got just enough yeah. without it being too much. And I, I really believe at one point I was like, Oh shit. Did you just see that? Like, did that just really happen? And, and it, it, it was really awesome. I'm telling you, you need to check it out, man. It was, it was badass. So, so 
some of these scenes, as we were talking to you, you said that you had a hard time filming some of these scenes, and, and, and a lot of the scenes were done local, except for all the scenes were done yeah. local, yeah. except for I, I say it wasn't local, but it was still in Missouri. It just yeah. wasn't here. In, it was it was about uh, two hours away. Yeah. What was the town? Where did you guys go? Uh, it says in the director's cut. Yeah, where, it's, it's Arcadia, Missouri. Arcadia, they, they Missouri. Have a bed and breakfast. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, we we did shoot the scenes, uh, the church scenes there. Um, because it's not part of the archdiocese. Um, so, so why, why, why did you have to go somewhere else? Why wouldn't, Oh, I'm well, it it doesn't matter really what the movie is. The archdiocese requires to look at the script for one. Oh, and so come on. They said no, huh? Well, I didn't even try. Oh, you didn't even try point in trying. I mean, yeah. So there were a couple churches that were, um, like closed down or no longer, you know, regulated under the archdiocese. And those were the first ones I approached and talked to. And it wasn't like I went in and said, "Hey, we're we're making an exploitation film," you know. Um, yeah, how did you how did you approach that? So I said, "We're making a movie about a nun who has a crisis of faith," <laughs> and, and left it at that. And I left it at that. Yeah, they said, "Hey, no nudity in our church." I said, "Okay, I can definitely do that. I don't need to show nudity." Um, and did you say how do you feel about getting railed from behind in a church? I did not know. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that without showing nudity yeah, because you yeah. did. I mean, yeah. but the opening scene. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it, none, it's, it's an exploitation. None. Movie. What I was mean, it? Alice. Is that her Alice. name? Alice. Yeah. 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 None. Alice gets yeah. de- reprimanded by oh, father. Yeah. 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 Uh, what was his name? Fontaine. Fa- father Fontaine. 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 Yeah. 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 Huh? Um, so like a lot of the scenes, they're not, exact replicas but they definitely pay tribute to other movies uh i don't know if you've ever seen miss 45 uh abel ferrera's 1980s movie it's like it's it's an amazing time capsule of new york in the 1980s okay filthy new york you know before they cleaned up uh 42nd street and everything you know um and so it's in that movie she gets assaulted twice in the beginning of the movie, once on the way home and once when she goes to her apartment, you know, and one of the scenes in particular was definitely heavily an influence on the way we shot um, the opening scene for this. I mean, I, I could give you a list of movies that were influences on this, though. Um, yeah. And you mentioned Kill Bill. So, like, Tarantino, he he loves paying homage to what came before and then kind of telling his own story with it. And so I absolutely love that. I love that being able because, like, I feel like it doesn't matter what kind of art you're it doesn't matter what kind of art you're practicing, right? If you're an artist that paints, you only have so many colors you can paint with and only aren't so you, many brushes. Aren't you really paying homage to, to the ones that came before you that's, anyways? That's what, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean no matter can, what you're doing, whether you're an artist or a musician, like, you and, know. You're, and you can, yeah, and you can, you can make a new story with it or, you know, make a new piece of art with it that's unique to itself. But don't try to say that you're it's all original because nothing is all original at this point. I mean, we've been on this earth long enough, right? <laughs> you know, I mean like it, it is original, but it's not original, right? You know, like you're using little pieces of things that people like anything that I've ever seen is an influence on me. Any, right. any music I've ever listened to uh, all kinds of movies, you know, um, that some of my favorite movies are, you know, in here, little yeah. pieces of them are in here. Even little pieces of dialogue from some of my favorite movies are in this movie. You kick ass for the Lord. Peter Jackson, the man who directed Lord of the Rings, made exploitation films in the 80s. And one of them was called Dead Alive with zombies in it. And there's a kung fu priest that's kicking zombies' asses. And he says, I kick ass for the Lord. 
I mean, why wouldn't I use that line right. here? It makes sense. There's a right. nun. She's kicking ass. Ask for the Lord, yeah. But, so, you know, um, so yeah, I, of course I pay homage to all these movies. I love them. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, I need to give you a list of, you could give me a list of bands I need a list to, and I can give you a list of movies that you guys should I would check. love to. I would love to. I tell you what, man, I, I it's it's been a long time since, I, I, and I don't want to say, you know, I'm so used to watching your movies as you go and see in the theater, like highly produced, hi, highly produced, high budget. correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and this is my first, probably for real, my first independent film other than what I see on like the indie channels or the, the ID, what is it? The ID, there's a channel out, uh, the I, FCI, F, IFC, IFC, IFC yeah. thank you. IFC channel, the independent film yeah. channel. Duh, yeah. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> I, I do watch that and I do like the documentaries. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm, if I don't, if I don't know a movie, I'm not one to just go through and be like, "Oh, that sounds good. I'm going to watch it." Like I have to see the trailer for it. And again, we don't. I really don't watch a lot of movies. But this for an indie film, I guess you classify this as an oh, indie yeah, film, right? Definitely. Yeah. Indie film stands for independent filmmaker. Is that yeah? Yeah. Correct? It's really, it's really I, any film that's outside of. Can like you believe this? I just thought of that? I just realized <laughs> that indie did you, film. Did you think they were just films that were made in India? Kinda. <laughs> I mean, you know, like yeah. I know, I know. What's the uh, what's the big the film festival, the Cannes Film Festival? Oh, Isn't yeah. that indie films? I mean, are those all indie films? It's, it's so something. Like, no, or is that different? I, than? I, I would say, I, I would say no. And the reason I say that so is would you ever put yours in something like that? I, I submitted to a couple of film festivals, but we really weren't at a point where it was a finished product yet. And then I felt like, and I'm probably wrong, and maybe I'll change my opinion on this over time, but I kind of feel like, again, when you submit to a festival, a lot of times it's filmmakers wanting someone to stroke them off. I mean, quite honestly, that just for their ego. I don't really care about, I mean, like, there is a, there's a flip side to that also. Having more eyes on it gives you more people viewing it. Maybe there'll be more interest, you know, brought up. But I feel like this is a kind of movie where it will find its audience eventually. Uh, I'm not going to stop talking about it. <laughs> You know, um, and it's going to have a cult following, I think, because it's very much in that in that field, in that arena. You know, like when I made this movie, I made it with the idea that it's a very niche market. But with that in mind, the people that watch these kinds of movies are very hungry for these kinds of movies. They don't just casually turn on exploitation films. They fucking they have posters on their walls and they fucking go to conventions and pay hundreds of dollars for signatures of sometimes people you've never heard of, you know, um, they're hungry for this kind of stuff. Uh, we're doing a watch along, uh, tomorrow night. Really? You know? So yeah, I mean like, and there was a, there was an impromptu one done a few, three, four weeks ago that I didn't even know of until 10 minutes before it happened. I <laughs> saw on your Facebook, uh, I guess I went to monster kids production mm-hmm. and you did a screening. Or yeah, so we did a, uh, the, a the, while the, back ago. Yeah, the I'm, premiere was in September. It actually, was, I uh, saw. I guess it was in 2021, September yeah, yeah, 2020, yeah. September so 19th. We, we, we or did like we that. did a premiere at the uh, drive-in over okay. in Illinois. Yeah, uh, and that that was my goal to begin with. How is that for a turnout? I mean, it, okay, so I think it was pretty good. Yeah, um, we had over a hundred people there. That's a good turnout. It man. wasn't bad, and it rained that night. So I mean, like considering it rained Still. that night, yeah, there was over there was a hundred and some odd tickets sold outside of the casting crew. So there was probably a hundred. I was just kind of curious. Like, I don't yeah. know how big the following. You said there's a big following for this that go uh, right. I'm 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 not it's aware the same of thing, that. Like, I think I with the like cons and the like certain genres of music, mm-hmm. it's like the it's not it's not the kind of fan base that like pop music gets. 
but the ones that are into it are diehards. Right. Like, I mean, and, and, you, and you'll never lose them. Yeah. You know, and like you said, like the, 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 the people that, that are, are going to seek out a film like this, I mean, they're, they're going to be just diehard fans. Right. Right. Well, I'm a new fan. I so appreciate, it. appreciate it. I absolutely am. It was it was a good like. There's a lot. There was at least I can tell you there was probably at least five or six times where I was like, "Oh shit, Jen, we, let's, let's play that back again." Oh man, that was great because I like that kind of stuff. I think it's great the over the top, the exploitation yeah. movie. Um, I I like learning these new terms and stuff because. Uh, and like I said, I, I may have said it to you. I think uh, when we were off air before the show. And I meant no, you know, is it a, is it a disrespectful thing now to be classified as a B film? I, like, I mean, that's versus what we were, that's a, what we were going for. Is it? So I think I think that's a compliment. 100%. Awesome, because yeah. I th- I yeah. always put it as that. Like yeah. some of the greatest movies I consider the B film, like yeah. the, uh, you know, uh, the clowns from Mars, uh, Killer clowns from, cl- outer, space. Clowns from outer space, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rubber, uh, yeah. Midnight Meat Look Train, at like a Big um, Trouble in Little China, like uh, that was a f- that was a flop. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's a cult it's, classic. Yeah. it's a cult I mean, classic. It, it, yeah. If you want to talk the same director, Carpenter, and mm-hmm. you want to talk, arguably one of his best movies, The Thing, came out the same week. I think is E. T. Mm-hmm. And it just crashed and burned. If you've never seen The Thing. I, the thing is a good movie. The thing is an amazing mm-hmm. movie. It's one of my favorite of his. You know, mm-hmm. um, the, the practical effects and just like I could sit here, I could talk three hours just about movies, guys. I mean, like mm-hmm. not mine, other movies, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. I'm a huge movie nerd, so um, yeah, it's there's so much to pull from. There's so much you can. There's so many directions you can go. You know, right. Um, the only predicament that I find myself possibly getting into is that I hope anyone that does like this movie doesn't expect me to only make exploitation films because that's not my goal. Mm-hmm. I did find myself with this next project when I was writing it. Like there's these little moments where like, it's very much set like in a realistic world, but I couldn't help myself, but put a few lines in that was like very heavily influenced by like death wish. <laughs> right. <laughs> like right. I do like exploitation. So like, you know, it, even when I'm aiming for a realistic movie, I do still want to entertain. That's really what you're doing with something like this. Right. If you're making a realistic film that's not entertaining or doesn't move someone in some way, you're just probably going to lose the audience altogether. You know, I do find now that smaller creators, independent filmmakers, a lot of times what they do is, you know, they would make a movie like this and then they would go and make another movie like this. Nothing wrong with that. They're trying to cultivate and build their audience and they know that if they make something similar in taste, uh, you know, you'll be able to build off your audience right. from before. And then you, but then you get into, if you keep doing the same, then you get into that niche of it's, oh, all of their stuff's the same stuff. I mean, bands the same way. Like Brandon yeah. said, it's hard to do. You, you, you want to try, you know, a, a lot of bands right now are like, oh, we're coming out with new stuff and it's completely different than what we've done so far. And that's why he was like, I know it sounds, you know, but that's, and that's the truth. And that's, I, I would imagine you'd have to do that the same as a filmmaker. You don't want to get labeled as you're going to make, these type of movies just over and over and over again. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, there again, definitely isn't. If you can make creative movies that don't turn out to be the same thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you make about a night, a samurai sword wielding nun that's trying to get revenge, it's like, okay, again, yeah. unless of course you make sequels yeah. I, and have a part two, part three, part yeah. four. I mean, that may, and that, that definitely is a possibility later on. Um, I, I would most, I, I would most definitely want more resources for a sequel. I got to ask you, what's your opinion on Sharknado? 
You know, I, I fucking love Sharknado. Do you? But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I have to be really fucking high to watch those movies. Yeah, yeah. I, listen, I, listen, okay. The, part six, whatever the last one was. This was better. Well, thank you. I really thank do. I, I, I am no I, joke. I've seen very little of Sharknado. And what I have seen, this was better compared I, to that. I appreciate it. I will have to say, Sharknado part six, when he's in like the vortex, right? Right. And he gets hit with a fucking kitchen sink. <coughs> I lost my shit. Because at that point, he had met Merlin, he had laser sharks firing at him, he had Sharknados, and to have a literal kitchen sink hit him, because they knew that they were so ridiculously over the top that they've thrown everything in, including the, the kitchen, kitchen sink. sink. I, I thought, I, I was like, you guys just, like, that was a masterpiece. <laughs> Obviously not, but still, I enjoyed you it. You know, now that I, now, it's funny, and I guess maybe I would like to see uh, the old man, right? That's the next yeah, movie. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see what that is, how it's going to come out, because I'm curious to see. Like you said, I would like to see more of this, and I would love a recommendation if you've got some recommendations. I have tons of, of recommendations. Yeah, some movies. I I'm I, all we can about go modern. We can go older. I, I have so many recommendations. Yeah. But I'm very curious. I like this movie very much, guys. I highly recommend. Brandon, you need to check it yeah, out. Yeah, I'm checking it out. Fontaine, sure. Fontaine and the Vengeful Nun Who Wouldn't Die. Hashtag Maniac Nun. Go check it out. Go support James Dean. Uh, James, I want to thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate it. And uh, talking with us. Monsterkidfilms.com. Monsterkidfilms.com. Go check it out. You can find the movie on Tubi for every full stream of the movie. He gets 10 cents for it. So go out, watch it, share it with your friends, like, follow. For every... um, what did you say? For every Amazon, you get a percentage of sale for that. Yep. So go to Amazon, rent it if you don't want to buy it. You can also buy but, a digital copy. And you can that. buy a yep. digital copy or you can rent it or whatever. <laughs> or you can go to monsterkidfilms.com and buy yourself a... Now, can they buy like what about an autographed version? Yeah, like, so what I've been doing until I run out, we actually have little flyers. They're like... Fairly, I mean, it's it's, a, it's it's basically a small version of the poster mm-hmm. uh, with her with the chainsaw. Really? And it was for the premiere. We were handing them out over at Pops. Okay. And I have probably about 30 of those left, and I've been signing those with little like little taglines from the movies. And Listen I've been slipping to those in with the bubble mailers. Uh, when those run out, they run out. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I mean. There you go. <laughs> well, jump on it then and get your copy for $20 from monsterkidfilms.com. And... Uh, Either way, go check it out, man. Um, anything you guys want to add before we get out of here tonight? No, man. I think we covered it. Dude, I, I could talk so much more, man. And I, I'm a movie nerd, too. Yeah, like yeah. I, I need like six more hours with this guy like to like pick his brain. I'll have to come back another time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will absolutely. say, I don't care what your friends do. If they're artists, support them. If they're in absolutely. a band, support them. If they're a painter, buy one of their fucking paintings and mm-hmm. hang it on your wall. Yeah. You know I mean? Support yeah. artist. Absolutely. We Absolutely. have it hard, man. If, if, you, if you own a business, if your friend yeah. owns a business, go buy a coffee from their business. Go buy a cookie from their bakery that they're at home bakery, mm-hmm. whatever. If they're, uh, yeah, if you have a friend or family or whatever. And like, don't ask for a hookup. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? I like, say, like you should be the shit. first person in line to spend a dollar with your, on your friend. As a business, matter of fact, you, know? you have like Venmo or something because unfortunately I have no cash on me right now, oh, yeah, I, but I want to pay you 20 bucks for oh, this because I, mean, I appreciate it. I know you gave it to me yeah. on Sunday, but I'm sitting here talking about 
go out and buy it, go out and buy it. And he gave me a copy and he's like, you didn't pay for it, dude. Like, no. And I know you're not thinking that because I'm you not, gave I'm it to not. me being, and, and, and but I, we do, we, we get offered a lot with the bands though. People, bands will oh, be yeah. like, Hey, here's some shirts. If just thanks yeah. for being, and I'll be like, Hey man, I know you make you it costs you money to make those mm-hmm. like let me at least pay you for them they're like well at least pay us cost for it or something or they'll be like no and i'll be like let me at least pay you your cost for it mm-hmm. if you're not gonna so um let me know and i will try to get you i will get you 20 dollars for that because i would like you to sign it too before you leave the yeah, studio tonight so uh jen anything you want to add i don't think so you don't think so are you doing okay over there yeah I know. All right. Well, hey, guys, um, thank you again for tuning in. Um, We will have next week, we have Anthony Hall with us, correct, babe? Yes. Next Thursday from 7 to 9, we have Anthony Hall coming in. We're going to call him Tony. We're going to call him Tony, Tony Hall. Yep. And, uh, yeah, James, I appreciate it. What do you, so you got uh, the old man in works. Um, anything else? Like you, you've got a screening, you said, coming up for this? Or? No, uh, no, we're doing a watch along tomorrow A watch along yeah. tomorrow night. Oh, Where's a, that at? It's, so it's on a Discord channel. And oh, I'm not sure okay. exactly. You'd Discord. To, okay. So if you, if you go to. Um, so anybody can. It's not actually yeah. going to a theater to watch. No, it. no, no, no. Yeah, oh. yeah. Uh, if you go on Twitter and you look up at maniac underscore none, all the details would be under that Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, because it's not my watch along; it's someone else's. I'm just going to be in attendance. So. And that's at maniac, maniac none underscore none underscore maniac none at maniac <laughs> underscore none. Oh. Oh. He doesn't Twitter, <laughs> and I can't spell. So it's uh, the at sign. <laughs> you you, you got this, babe. Nothing. Shut up. Show's over. Hold on. Jen's got this. I didn't write, okay, say it one more time. At okay. maniac underscore none. Got it. N U N. Yeah, I got it. Wow, she did it so much easier than I. I, I had at underscore M A N I. He's spelling everything out. Doesn't yeah. even know what an underscore no, is. No, no. I'm U-N-D-E-R-S-C-O-R-E. just like. U N D E R S C O R E. <laughs> Come on, Brandon. You know you want to throw See, in this, there. This is why I just sit here and don't say anything. <laughs> hey, am I getting mad? I roll with it. Okay, I don't get butt hurt. I don't get butt hurt. I don't get butt hurt. Oh, we should play the butt hurt game sometime. You ever played the butt hurt game? I don't think so. You want to play? No, I'm just kidding. No. So the butt. Have you ever played the butt hurt game? No. So you ask a question, and the four of us. So which one of us out of this room? is the least intelligent and we would all sit there and say, and you have to be honest and you pick somebody and it's usually a question that's going to make you feel butthurt, like, Mm -hmm. or which one has the least, uh, um, will to, what am I, what the fuck am I even trying to say? God, I don't know. Persevere. Yeah, <laughs> who's got the will to persevere? Who's going to live least, the longest? You said the least will. The least will to persevere. I don't know. It's the butt hurt game. It's a fun game. I, I would have to come up with some questions. I'm so bad at coming up with shit off the top of my head. It's not even funny, but it's a fun game. And That's why you, usually, you can't freestyle. Yeah, I, you, you are not kidding. <laughs> I cannot freestyle for shit. So. No bars. Zero, oh, zero. bars. Zero. Well, 
James, I appreciate you coming in. No, Guys, lot, absolutely. You are always welcome. I tell all of our guests, you have an open door policy. We are here every Thursday night from 7 to 9. If you ever have something you want to promote or push or uh Whatever, let us know, and we will help spread the word. I would love to get the Beyond FM crew to be some extras, yeah. maybe, in yeah. the old man. If, as long as the if schedule you need works them, out, that's if usually you what need it is. Them, yeah. And yeah. Uh, if you need us, we're there for you. Yeah, so, that'd be awesome. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, man. So, All right, guys, anything you want to add? Jen? Can I, can I get my name on the subtitles? On yeah, the, on the I, credits? Yeah, I mean, that's what I meant. The subtitles? <laughs> The I want my name to pop up in the subtitles at the end. Yes. Yeah, I try to, anyone, anyone that's ever in the project gets their name. Yeah. We, we did watch. Even the, if I'm not there, that's fine. We did watch the subtitles at the end of this while we the did. music we was playing. The, yeah. And we looked to see if we recognized any of the actors and actresses. I did not. Mm-hmm. Now, are they all local actors and actresses as well? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Wow. Very awesome, guys. I tell you what, I say guys talking to everybody, but very awesome, James, on this movie. Thank you. To all the actors and actresses, um, uh, Mallory Stern, Jacqueline Tripp, Ron Clower, Brian Davis, Zara Lind, uh, to all of you guys those are, and, and all the extras and everybody that was involved with the movie, congratulations. Be proud of what you did. I will say I am a big fan of Fontaine and the Vengeful Nun Who Would Not Die. And I'm a big fan of you thank and you, hope sir. to see a lot more from you, James. Definitely. So I look forward to it. Appreciate it. Guys, thank you very much. We will see you next Thursday. We're going to leave you with some music from the... F- you want to go ahead and say it? The fuck off and dies. Yeah. Drink, drink, drunk from our good friends from the fuck off and dies. Have a great night. This is Beyond FM. We will see you next week. Goodbye.
a fuck I don't give a fuck Drunk, drink, drink Now I'm too drunk to think Somebody pass 